ইম্প্যাক্ট All of this of course to make this world a better place using technology. Tune in every week on htsmartcast.com and listen to the podcast. HT Smartcast is India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get straight to this week's episode. I do feel that ever so often people need a little bit of inspiration in these times and to actually facilitate that inspiration we do a beautiful segment uh, called Case Spotlight it focuses on ordinary people doing extraordinary things and I first came across our little guest for today when I saw a headline that was titled Bhopal scientists have developed a powder that removes pesticides from water in 30 seconds um from the Indian Institute of Science Education and Research Bhopal researchers have developed organic polymers that can remove highly polar organic micropollutants from water the, so the process is going to render the water safer for human consumption one of the people amongst those scientists you know making this little bit of a like a leap in science almost is um, abhijit patra dr abhijit patra who's actually with me on the show it's lovely to see you thank you for joining me from the bopala office right here in the radio 1 studios it's awesome to have you on the show how are you fine thank you thank you and uh, it's my great pleasure to uh, to be here and it's uh, really i'm feeling great <laughs> that that our uh, little piece of work created some sort of awareness that we can do something right starting from very small point the story that you guys have which i kind of came across is of course fundamentally what you are doing is this compound that you've developed it makes water safer for human consumption across india we are not only seeing water shortage problems but we are also seeing a problem of proper drinking water proper potable water in a lot of cases out there so i'm sure the idea to solve a problem like this started somewhere i would love to know where that you know that that idea to solve this problem really started for you guys please yeah so actually this work we have started doing almost like 3 years back right. and then definitely this research question starts from exactly whatever you said that yeah. uh, we really need to address this problem and since we have been working on porous organic materials which are relatively very stable means particularly those are hydrostable means it is stable in water so we thought that whether we can make some materials or change this porous materials property so that it can adsorb specifically some sort of micropollutants those are basically not like a one class of micropollutant it can be pesticides herbicides plasticides uh, and also microplastics that based on the adsorption technique it can be uh, removed from the water is much more efficient way so just removing is not the solution yeah, at yeah. the same time if that material can only work one time 
then it cannot be basically really helpful so it has to be reusable so we address these two question first of all we want to materials in a cheaper way so that it can be cost effective process and second it should be energetically more favorable to do this process and then recycle that material so that we can right. do it for multiple times right. so that that was the questions we have asked and then we prepared some sort of hyper crosslink polymer which is uh, basically a nano porous polymer in terms of that uh, literature that hyper crosslink polymers are known but what we did we just uh, did some solvent netting strategy did some streaks and do some post functionalization and make that matter very very efficient and we can remove lot of things in 30 seconds coolest personification of the science student i never was and that my parents would be very proud of uh, just saying <laughs> yeah. oh Thanks for your compliment <laughs> heading a team it includes a lot of students as well in the effort to kind of make something yes, like yes. this happen yes. and you have actually fairly a big team if i'm not mistaken but i'm sure in this process and you said it's a good 3 years old that you know you've tried to started yeah. this process to kind of develop something like this um i would love if you could talk to me about some of the major hurdles non scientific of course that you faced in uh, kind of making this and uh, how you actually decided to overcome the same yeah so that's a very uh, very good question that uh, the thing is that that sometimes these non scientific hurdles are even uh, bigger challenge yeah. compared to the scientific hurdles and as you said that uh, we, it is a team work we have lot of students like one of my phd student mr orko prabhu giri and one of our uh, another co-author who is also equally contributing co-author mr subho vishwas who already now doing phd in iisc bangalore yeah. and uh, my earlier students who is doing postdoc right. so finding a good combination in the team that's one thing sometimes uh, that creates a little bit of confusion someone is Uh, going for separate journey or some different journey going for a postdoc your work is getting stopped and then how it will be continued this is some sort of i won't say very much uh, academic problem or scientific problem but that makes a uh, lot of effort that carry forward the work and second thing also motivation like uh, like let's say the things are not that simple right one time we got and we got some results and next time we found that that materials probably we need to process it in a particular conditions if we don't optimize that conditions next time we found some of the physical properties are not coming well yeah so then it looks like that it is after a long period almost one and half year work uh, it's uh, looks like some deadlock and then uh, that all the students they have also fixed time five years fellowship period they have to also complete and get their thing done and motivating them not to bypass this work rather here we are asking a critical question focus on it and get something really tangible which will have some societal value yeah that's something also is another hurdle as well attention to yeah, that yeah 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 of yeah, course that's also an hurdle but dr abhijit i would like to ask you the simple question of you know relatability i, I want to relate it to say for example my city of bangalore where i'm speaking to you from right now we've had a lot of problem yeah. with groundwater contamination and what not i'd like to ask you a little bit about uses for the same for your for your compound which is literally helping in you know safer water for humans consumption one if you could tell me the great uses that could be employed from a from a societal perspective in a city like bangalore hypothetically and number two also from an industrial perspective as well so the first one like let's say uh, if i talk about any city in any city whatever the sewage water and other things is there that has a lot of contaminants and here 
I am saying that these materials can make the water safer, but still there is a few more step. Yeah, yeah. Like these materials are specific for taking some micro pollutants. Micro pollutants means those are some small organic molecules, and uh, and they are very much soluble in water. So yeah. that's why it is difficult to remove them because it is soluble in water, right? It's a polar. So these materials can absorb that molecules and then they can be removed. But at the same time, when you talk about the polluted water, there can be some bacteria, some viruses or many other contaminants other than this micropollutant. So once we get rid of these things, you need some other treatment like flocculation, sedimentation and some sort of filtration yeah. uh, like chlorination then this water will be definitely for drinkable. So this is something, it is not city specific. I think these materials will have that use wherever you have some certain proportion of the micropollutants, this material can be used to remove that micropollutant. Now coming right. back to your second question, industrial perspective, I believe that uh, this is quite uh, cheap because our uh, fabrication strategy is not uh, costing much in terms of the resources. So we can pick it, we can make it in a large scale that's one thing. And as, as I said, that it is a recyclable. It is not like one-time use. I can regenerate it. And But but the point is that so far we have done this study in the lab scale. Right. So lab scale, we can see that if we can take them to, uh, one teaspoons of materials, we can almost remove a uh, hell amount of micropollutant from a bucket of water. So if know. I may ask you, Dr. Abhijit, you know, looking at yeah. from an India perspective, do, is this a real problem? I mean, I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm asking a very rhetorical question. I'm, I, I'm sure it is a big problem. But how is this problem kind of evolving and why is it becoming worse? What are some of the triggering factors for the water becoming worse in our country? Yeah, that's a very good question and it's a very pertinent question. But the problem is that it is not like that, that we don't have the water resources. We have been using water, but the problem, the, the use of the water has been quite indiscriminate. Like it, there should be a proper recycling mechanism. We are using the water and that water can be recycled. But it is many of the cases, particularly in our urban areas, including in different places in the cities, that these waters are just going to the sea. And it is going back to the river without any treatments. So it is not, it is basically depleting our groundwater level. And since our populations are day by day increasing, and that water resources are definitely not increasing, rather those are depleting because of the our human population. So that problem is becoming really... Uh, really very severe and to tackle this one first of all whatever our potable water bodies like our rivers or our lakes that has to be maintained properly this is one thing and second still that will not solve the problem with the kind of populations we have we have to generate potable drinkable drinking water from sea and ah. for that we need to need to make some uh, like a, a caustic effective technique for desalination Right. Removing the salt from the seawater right. and make it drinkable. Right, right. It is going on in India, many parts it is going on, but the thing is that, that those processes are quite energy driven. Right. Uh, in a not economic. Right. So I'd like to close out our conversation by asking you about whether this will become and this is a scary question to kind of kind of ask as well. But will we come to a place in India where it is necessary for us to have a compound like this? in our water before we do human consumption of water. Is this, you feel, in the next five to ten years, almost going to become a necessity 
for the simple reason that our water resources are getting more and more polluted by the day our management treatment systems of water as well are not up to the mark where they should be a lot of times you hear in the news of uh, them saying that certain cities certain uh, particular districts will run out of water by a certain date um and that's a real problem as well is it inevitable yes, yes, that we will use compounds like these for all consumption in the next 5 to 10 years is that a reality that we should be ready for yeah this is definitely a very valid questions and point definitely we need this kind of materials to make our water purification system little bit more efficient and cost economic but if we come to the actual issue this material can help make the water little bit more uh, safer to drink in a little bit faster pace but if the water itself is not there then this cannot generate the water yeah, right yeah. so so finally that to address your question from uh, that perspective i would again say that that probably we have to rejuvenate our water bodies that is one thing and second thing is desalination there also material science has a very strong contribution and component like we need to develop the material which will make this desalination process which is basically the separation of ions not molecules like sodium chloride yeah. which is there in the water those salts can be separated from water using some sort of porous materials or porous membrane so that this desalination process is becoming much much more uh, energy efficient and we can do it in a large scale like a large production plant can be uh, set up and then basically we can address this water purification problem and uh, potable water resources problem uh, to some extent it can be managed but there also material science has a great hope and promise uh dr abhijit patra is associate professor down at iisr uh, bhopal which is uh, basically the indian institute of science education and research in bhopal um like i said when we started off this lovely little conversation i first came across him and his team when i saw bhopal scientists developing a powder that removes pesticides from water in 30 seconds now this is a crazy reality that we might have to face in some cases but i'm glad there are people like you who are working on it dr abhijit so thank you for your time um your story is very very uh, extraordinary indeed and uh, i here's hoping that you know by hearing your story and what you're trying to achieve i hope a couple of more other people out there get a little bit of inspiration to make some re- all time changes and effect in um, well our society to help it develop a little bit further so thank you so much thank you thank you very much it's great pleasure thank you thank you so much for listening to this little episode of tech for change you can find me your host k on uh, instagram i'm probably the most active there at the rate of air with k that is off air with K-A-Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Now to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.